Lots of channels, nothing to watch, especially if you're searching for the truth. It's time to interrupt your regularly scheduled programs with something actually worth watching. Salem News Channel, straightforward, unfiltered, with in-depth insight and analysis from the greatest collection of conservative minds like Hugh Hewitt, Mike Gallagher, Sebastian Gorka, and more. Find truth. Watch 24-7 on SNC.TV and on Local Now, Channel 525. From the streets of Melrose Park to the trading floor of the Merck, he's fought for every dollar he's ever earned. And now, with personal liberty and our system of capitalism under assault in America, he's here to seize back our rights from the government with a cigar in one hand and a copy of the Declaration of Independence in the other. He's Sean Thompson, and this is The Sean Thompson Show. This looks like on top of me, so everybody just follow me, because we need a little controversy. Three TVs all about the fracking hurricane. The hurricane's, forget about it, it's a hurricane. We're going to be fine. We don't need your help. Take your uh, FEMA and the rest of your Democrat scourge and stay out of Florida. Uh, However, that's the distraction of the day, because... They can't have you focus on the ramifications of allowing the asset of the Chinese Communist Party, of the Soviet oligarchs, the greatest traitor this country's ever had in any office, the dimwit in diapers, pretend to be president and destroy our economy the way he was bribed to do, yet celebrate it. And that's when you know you're dealing with a Democrat scum. They take credit for things that they didn't do. They avoid the ramifications of the crime they commit. And they celebrate the corruption right out in the open. Yes, they do. The Financial Times and the Wall Street Journal, I don't think they meant it as a compliment because they started referring to my economic policies as Bidenomics. Well, guess what? It's working. Yeah. Yeah, he's got the creepy whisper. And these are the same speeches. You're right. These are the same speeches he has rehearsed for the last nine months. Because he doesn't know if it's Tuesday or July. You're suffering with a man with terrible dementia. In fact, he even forgets Mayorkas' name. That was one of my favorite parts of today. I think you should hear it. Secretary of Homeland Security, a guy who took the job. uh... And now he's looking at him with that dementia-glazed face. The way Kamala Harris woke up after prom. The dementia-glazed face. And he can't remember his name for the life of him. But, he, you know, he's a con man. He's a con man for five decades. Democrat lying fraud. So he can pull it off a little. I forgot your name. Thank you for taking the job, pal. <laughs> yeah. Thank you for taking the job, pal. And in the meantime, what is the real ramifications? Well, over 50% of the country doesn't have $2,000 between savings and checking. 63% cannot write a check for $400. See, I think that's the greatest atrocity. Aside from the fact he's a traitor. He's destroying the tranquility, the economic survival of honest Americans. Now, the intention is to get you on the welfare cycle, because what he knows is once you sweeten that pot, you can take formerly great cities and you can turn them into true, true sewers of corruption where the people are so helpless, but so well paid to be losers that they'll tolerate any scandal. Hey guys, it's your girl Chalet and I'm back today with another video. In today's video, we're going to talk about how parents can receive an additional $1,000 to $3,000 for their children because of the pandemic's effect on their learning. Now, guys- now I, I speak Democrat, con artist, mafia, swindler, frauds. So they're going to give the parents of the teachers that cannot read, the teacher or, or the kids, the parents who are suffering as they watch their kids in depression. 
as they watched their kids afraid of everything because they were taught that from their government and their parents. And they're going to give the parents between 1000 and 3000 And this is the Democrat scheme. You see, the worse they do, the dumber your kid the more money you get. Does your kid have problems? Does he have dementia? Does he have uh, uh, depression? Does he have all kinds of problems? All right, we're going to give you a lot of money. Just shut up and don't point out the fact that the teachers for the unions, including Chicago, not only are smuggling guns into the Sox Park in one of their roles, but can't teach your kids how to do anything. But they make perfect Democrats, because if they could teach them to even read, everybody would be able to spot the lie. Two weeks ago, we celebrated the first anniversary of the Inflation Reduction Act, which in a sense is misnamed. We did lower inflation, but there are many other things in that legislation. Yeah, there's many other things. There's bribery, there's fraud, there's absolute scandal. But what is he really doing today? What was the purpose of him, the tramp called the vice president, and some other guy who looks like a survivor of 1812? What is the, the point of these scallywag crooks standing up there? I want to thank, of course, our nation's champion, President Biden, for your leadership and commitment to lowering costs for working families in every way. Lowering costs. You haven't lowered costs in any way. But what you have done is double the welfare roll. And that was what you were paid to do. Because the thicker our welfare roll, the more comfortable people are pretending there is a Democrat party versus a a money laundering scheme mafia. So what is his big claim to fame? What did he do today? Is it An this one? An ordinary minister. Uh-huh. He pursued a righteous calling. All right. That through him, uh-huh. uh, brought him back here. To, I was going to say through him. He can't speak because the dementia is eating his brain. And in the same speech, he starts off very good and very loud and then ends up very quiet because he's dying right before our eyes. And Bidenomics is just another way of saying restoring the American dream. Yeah, it's restoring the dream. It's working. It's restoring the dream. What, what else is it doing? Let's Workers see. aren't just finding more jobs. They're finding better jobs, uh-huh. higher paid jobs, and job satisfaction. Everything is great, except for the fact that we're all wallowing in massive costs. And at the same time this is going on, the affirmative action moron, Sideshow Bob, arguably one of the dumbest spokes idiots for any administration, she's telling us how he's lowering costs. Obviously, the president travels across the country uh, pretty regularly to talk about invest in how he's investing in America, how he's lowering costs for Americans. That is one of the, as he speaks about binomics, lowering costs for Americans uh, is clearly one of uh, uh, one of his top priorities. So you'll continue to hear from the president about this particular issue and other ways that he, uh, that uh, binomics is working for American families and the economy as well. So what it's really doing is not only destroying our economy, but it's destroying economies around the world. And while this is going on, the rest of the world is waking up. And it's about time, quite frankly, because they've been bullied and intimidated and bribed and extorted by not just our government, but but some of our major corporations that have destroyed the principles of their country, that have destroyed the wealth in their country. So ironically, if we, me and you, the good, honest people, the working people of any country, we're victims of a corrupt U.S. dollar, we would be arguing to get off of it. And what we're seeing worldwide, and specifically in Africa, is they are getting sick and tired as both politician and candidate are arguing to destroy the principle of the dollar being the world currency. Because our political whores are both corrupt and have no concept of what they're doing. They are not manufacturing anything at all. It's printing money. And this has been one of their weapons. 
globally, the monetary system, the global monetary system, controlled by dollar and euro, has been used. Sanctions here, sanctions there, sanctions there, grabbing this uh, account, grabbing that account, has been one of their tools. This is not going to continue indefinitely. And we need a new financial architecture globally, not controlled by euro, not controlled by the dollar, not controlled by, by other currencies. Now, his name is F. Werke, and what the president, F. Werke, is who he's talking to is Xi Jinping. Where's Gundam style? Xi Jinping. He's talking to F, uh, uh, Xi Jinping, and on a Skype call, he's talking to Vladimir Putin. And he's not alone. In fact, there's another politician by the name of Mapoga. I guess. I don't know. But he's got some power, and he's right on. BRICS is a good thing. Kill the American dollar. You come to me, you want to buy gold, and then you give me papers. And then you call that business. No. And right now the economy is running on the false idea of Nixon, who removed the American dollar from being gold-based to being paper-based. By the way, none of this was going on when a man was president, instead of this feeble fascist fraud who argues with teleprompters. When a man was president, this movement was a fraction of what it is today. So Americans don't need any backup for their economy. Or they're going to go to a photocopy machine and photocopy more papers. We are going to be reaching a time right now in Zimbabwe where all the gold that was stolen by the Europeans is going to come back to Africa. How? When we sell you our maize, we sell you our flowers, Mm. we sell you our coal, we don't want some damn pieces of paper money in our accounts. Pay in gold. Uh, Bring it back from your reserves in London, in Lisbon, in New York, in Frankfurt. You want iron ore and manganese? You want bars of gold. (laughs) And do you know why they're really suffering is because the American political whore like Joe Biden, the Democrats and the scum Republicans have taught the political parties how to sell out to corporatists in big oil. And now that we're changing the trajectory of our energy sector entirely, the minerals that they sit on are very, very valuable. They're starting to understand that. And they're rejecting the corruption that the American scum Democrat will sell out his country for a thousand dollars so as to, to, to be quiet while his kid can't learn how to read or do math. See, ironically, the Africans, the Europeans, the Australians are waking up. And the arrogance of the Americans, the bulliness of the Americans. America right now comes to Tanzania, comes to Ghana, comes to Zambia with 16 million. 16 million only for Zambia, for human rights. Across the river, China and Russia coming to South Africa. Ask me for what? For what? For a military training and skills sharing of security. So the Americans are more interested in a transgender homosexual agenda around the world. So I want to say this very loud and clear to the Americans. Continue on your transgender agenda. (laughs) Stay there. Leave us to do politics on the other side. Because what we need right now is not a minority human rights activation. What we need is a societal transformation. The world is watching our failure and our corruption. The world is rejecting it. The Democrats in America could give a rip 
because they're bribed. They have their rent, their food. They got walking around money. They get paid to drive their own kid. They'll sell out. They'll hit their mother in the face with a shovel if she's standing on a welfare check. That's what the American Democrat does. Just take a look at the neighborhoods they rule over. And what's their big agenda? Green, um, question on a big election topic, transgender rights. Former Governor Nikki Haley and presidential candidate says, quote, the idea that we have biological boys playing in girls' sports, it is the women's issue of our time. Does the president agree that this is a women's rights issue? So we've talked about this many times. This is the Title IX uh, specifically. Uh, look, um, and again, we've talked about this multiple times. It's a complicated issue, and there are a wide range of views on this. Uh, the Department of Education proposed a rule, as you know, uh, that gives schools the flexibility to establish their own uh, athletics uh, policies. And so while establishing... And this is what they're worried about. This administration steeped in scandal, obviously corrupt. We've got all, more evidence, 5,400 emails in an alias. It's a disgrace, and the world understands it. And what exactly are the two big players in currency? in commodities, in strength. What are they doing? Check out this for a line from the Commerce Secretary saying that she hears from businesses that China is, quote, uninvestable. AMH, you've been following that one. What's the latest on that four-day trip? What's going on is you see the U.S. really trying to smooth over some of these tough tensions between Washington and Beijing. They've sent previous officials, and now it's Raimondo's turn, the Commerce Secretary. And, John, I want to point you to the quote she said to China's number two official. She said, President Biden asked me to come here to convey the message that do we not seek to decouple. We seek to maintain our $700 billion commercial relationship with China, and we hope that relationship can provide stability for the overall relationship. She's truly, really trying to hone in on what these two countries share in terms of their commercial ties, their investment ties, their trade ties, not when it comes, she says, to national security. She says there's still growth in this relationship, really trying to smooth over what is going on in terms of the tensions that has happened between China and the United States. One thing is unclear, though, yet. Will she leave having sat down with Xi Jinping or potentially that one's going to have to wait? Well, before she exits, she's got to deal with this awkward headline. What do you make of this, Anne-Marie? Putin, the Russian leader, agreeing to visit China in the first trip since his arrest warrant. That's a big story. That's a big story. And the reason he was on teleprompter with Africa, what do you think they're going to talk about? You think they're going to talk about food? They're going to talk about how to destroy the principles and why the U.S. corrupt dollar is the world currency. And what's our big argument? Where is the think tank of the Democrat Party? A, a Russian warlord himself, a cold-blooded killer. A what? What'd you say? A, a Russian warlord himself. Oh, boy. Don't chime in, Kamala Harris. That's not a cue for you. 312-642-5600. He will never negotiate his constitutional rights with the government. Live free or die on The Sean Thompson Show. At AM560, The Answer. AM560, The Answer. Open Gangnam Style. Oh, just picture Xi Jinping and Putin. He's teaching Putin this one step here. I think that might be Korean. I don't know. Um, the reason I didn't bring up Trump's name is because there's a plan to keep Trump out, regardless of what the people want. If the persecution doesn't work, they've got all kinds of tricks up their sleeves. And let's go to this, one of the slimiest roach Democrats out of New York, Jamie Raskin. 
Well, absolutely. And we've been saying all along that Section 3 of the 14th Amendment presents a clear and unequivocal statement that uh, anyone who has sworn an oath of office, and by the way, not just a president, but members of Congress and uh, others who hold federal office, um, who engage in insurrection or rebellion, having sworn an oath to uphold the Constitution against enemies foreign and domestic, can never... Whoa, 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 whoa. I know you like talking fast because you're a slippery scum lawyer and the son of a notable Marxist. But you have an asset of enemies, the Chinese Communist Party, in the White House. You've got several in Congress. You've got several in the Senate of both parties. So let's start cleaning house. You want to do that, Jamie? What do you say? We do that. And then, by the way, take off the scarf for the sympathy vote, will you? You're fine, dummy. You'll live a long life. Only the good die young. You'll be here for decades. In the meantime, Joe Biden is touting an accomplishment that isn't his. A drug company that makes a drug here in America, if it's sold in Chicago, you can buy the same drug in Toronto or Paris cheaper than you can buy it in Toronto. Wrong. Dummy. Chicago. You meant Chicago, but we all understand. We don't expect a lot for you. Even when you weren't suffering from dementia, you were always stupid. So now you're stupid and you have dementia and you're a crook. So this will be not notable at all. Everyone knows you just screwed up again. I mean, it's in, in Chicago. That, that, that. You're fine. But you didn't have anything to do with any of that. So today I'm taking a bold and historic, very dramatic action to reduce the price of prescription drugs for American patients and American seniors. Previous administrations did nothing, absolutely nothing, as drug lobbyists, special interests in foreign countries freely ripped off our citizens. Under the last administration alone, drug prices rose a staggering 55%. That's under Obamacare, you morons. Under Barack, he likes big butts, and he cannot lie. Parabolic. Do you know how many businesses went out of business? How many small businesses, as they watched their premiums quadruple? You know the effect it's had on life? on marriages, on business, nobody knows. Not to mention there's 50% less hospitals, 50% less healthcare workers. But the profits to Big Pharma that own his crooked ass and every other rat Democrat, they're raking it in. There's only one president that did anything. And the ramifications of the four executive orders are what this imbecile in diapers is taking credit for. And none of it would be possible if Republicans themselves weren't double-crossed by another scallywag establishment Republican, who I believe ran against Barack and bent down and kissed his ass. The dramatic collapse of the health care effort after seven years of promises to repeal and replace Obamacare, it came down to just one vote, John McCain's. Tonight we take you inside the drama, the vice president trying to convince him, and reports of President Trump calling McCain right before his vote. ABC's Mary Bruce back. But it didn't matter. Because John McCain was a traitor to the beliefs he touted while he ran for president. All he had to do was vote yay. And Obamacare would have had the beginning of what's called a skinny repeal. And we wouldn't be suffering under the collapse. But now it is going to be a weapon again for this moron who capitalized on corruption to pretend to come to the rescue and take credit for something Trump did. Well, that's what Democrats do. You know Democrats. They do nothing but lie and cheat. And steal. And we'll get to Chicago stories later. We'll be back after this. Call Sean now. 312-642-5600. AM 560. The answer. Riders on the storm. 
New York City subway floods. No, squirrel, not global warming. A water main broke. What's the average municipal pay? Those slots, Democrat voters. In the meantime, we're going to face censorship. It's all back again. Formerly, I think this is the parent company of Asshat, or as it's known, Facebook. And it was created under somebody who stole the idea and lied and tried to cheat the brothers and had to settle with them, right? Zuckerberg. Is that fight ever going to happen, Squirrel, with Musk and Zuckerberg? I don't know if you want to fight Musk. You know, he might have that something about Mary Warren. He's got that Asperger's. You touch his ears, he might go crazy. In the meantime, uh, here's what uh, the thief of the idea, Zuckerberg, is coming up with now. News alert uh, from Meta, just out with details of disinformation efforts. It's been facing. Eamon Javers joins us. Hey, Eamon. Morning, Joe. Meta, the parent company of Facebook, says this morning it's taken down a Chinese disinformation campaign it calls part of the largest known cross-platform covert influence operation in the world. The campaign, which appeared to be centrally controlled in China, was active on more than 50 platforms and forums, Meta says, including Facebook, Instagram, X, which was formerly Twitter. The reason I'm playing this is we've already been down this road for decades. They're playing this propaganda war. And you're being told quietly now, but it'll be very loud, that the proxy war we're supporting and we're funding and we're fighting in Ukraine is for the best. When the reality is it has nothing to do with righteousness. If it did, we wouldn't be in it in the first place. It's another example of the ramification of American corruption in currency and other biolabs and whatnot. It's an intelligence failure because we don't have any. It's a diplomacy failure because we don't know what it means. You know, you're going to have to start to question when a country is able to elect a corrupt scumbag like Joe Biden following Barack Obama. Maybe it's us who has the real problems. And if we're willing to do that, maybe we can correct it. But to think that we're virtuous and we're right as we not only bankrupt ourselves, but the rest of the world. And support the fraud with military action. I'm sorry, that's not the righteousness of America I was proud of. But then again, I was never proud of any area that hired a short-in-the-pants mafia member. I always knew where it would lead. Brian and Gurney. Hey, Sean, good afternoon. Good afternoon. Hey, uh, it's, it's odd that uh, Jamie Raskin uh, is quoting uh, um, by the Constitution and swearing an oath. When three-quarters of the Biden administration hasn't signed the oath, the, the finished product of the oath of paper, and yeah. had no rights. So what is she, she well, let's be, let's be very clear. I don't want to pa- paint with a broad bo- brush, as the saying goes. Ninety-five percent of them are traitors anyway. Ninety-five percent of them are Marxists, support the ideology of government supremacy. They like the political prostitution and the profiteering from policy. They're scum of the earth. So please do me a favor. None of them take the oath because it doesn't mean anything to you anyway. You like the idea you got this crooked bastard in. You celebrate things he didn't do and you ignore things he did. We all know that Joe Biden is the most corrupt politician in American history. And you're going to vote him in again. And you have all kinds of plans to keep out any challenger. If you think it's just Trump, you're wrong. Here's the Reverend Kilo caught on an FBI tape talking about selling 10 kilos of cocaine in the 80s, back when cocaine kilos were 35,000. Here's Al Sharpton telling me how to avoid problems, you whore. 
you're fat slob even after your surgery. You're still fat looking. Growing up, we had Republicans like Everett Dirksen and Jacob Javits that helped get the Civil Rights Bill passed. We don't see those Republicans anymore. So it's not. You know, when I went to school, I went to school with people of all races. And all races back in the 80s were well aware that you were a half-assed drug dealer, a two-bit con artist. And that's what you are today. And now you're a rising star. Not a natural uh, uh, partisan issue. It is which party of today has chosen sides. And so- if you want to do something for the Republican Party, Al, do me a favor. Give Chris Christie your doctor's phone number. Because he had the same fat bastard surgery and he gained 10 pounds. At least yours worked. Uh, Jim, Wisconsin. Hey. Yes. Hello. Are you there? I'm here. Go ahead. Oh, oh, hey, yeah, it, this is an all-out war. They're attacking us in every which way possible. They're poisoning us in the, in the air, the water, and the food. And they, they could do just about anything. They can get people to let them inject them with whatever, not having any idea what it is. And, well, Jim, um, they could, and, when you say they, I mean, I think specifically you're talking about the government supremacists. And the Democrat mafia, right? Yeah. Okay, good. Because, Uh, you know, when you say war, right away, the old Americans, the people who are understanding that America is supposed to stand for something and have a principle, they think of the Chinese and the Russians. When the reality is, the real attack to our way of life is coming from inside the Democrat mafia and some Republicans. George in Naperville. Sean, did all the flooding that ravaged Gene and Jude over the years prepare you? <laughs> Your bravery is remarkable in the face oh, yeah. of these Florida hurricanes. Yeah. Once again, I was out on the Lanai smoking a cigar like Lieutenant Dan. I was, however, smart enough to move my car. Thank you very much for the consideration. And proof that this will have no bearing, no matter what the evidence, the Democrat mafia, they will step and they will fetch. Because they are slaves to corruption. They just want in on it, right? Hakeem? Are you confident when you look at what the Justice Department has done, when you look at the investigations into Hunter Biden that the Republicans have pursued up to this point, that there hasn't been any wrongdoing, everything's been above board? Yes, I'm extremely uh, confident. The American people know fundamentally that Joe Biden is a good and decent man uh, who's dedicated his life to public service uh, and will continue to serve the people honorably uh, and admirably. Then explain the $990,000 a year from the Communist Party using Penn's University as a front. See, Hakeem, that doesn't offend you. You're so pissed off that you're not getting the checks. Aren't you, you dirty wannabe crook? And true Marxist. David and Lansing. David, come on, I tee it up for you, kid. Are you there? All right, you're on hold. Craig, I'm on Greenwood. Oh, hey, Sean. Hey, thanks for taking my call there, bud. Anytime. Go ahead. Listen, you were right about something. This guy's always working. He's changing his oil. He's washing dishes. Can you just do the phone call, you crackpot? Shoot. Uh, Okay. (laughs) We were talking about McCarthy and a bunch of other guys. But I remember when it was... Who was talking about McCarthy? Were we talking about McCarthy? Did I talk about... are Are you talking about one of the voices in your head? Who exactly was talking about McCarthy? No, no, I'm talking about early on, not today. No, no, I want to make a point about something. All right, last you year. Were exactly, okay. you, yeah. you were exactly right about that guy being all talks. Listen, that guy had so many things going, and here's why I'm bringing this up now. 
It's all of them. You're exactly right. These people, these Republicans, the people on our side are all talk. That's all they do. They've got so much information and so much stuff that they could go into. They elect all the January 6th people, the stuff they do to Trump, the constant stuff they do against the Constitution and everything else. They can do whatever they please and get Start away with it. Start to get it in your head, Craig. Stop talk. thinking of them as politicians. They're an organized mafia of corruption. They know none of their policies work. None of them. And it's fun to watch them questioned. How much electricity does the United States demand each year? Uh, I don't know that number off the top of my head. Okay, it's four terawatts annually. Mm -hmm. So the Secretary of Energy didn't know it. The EPA doesn't know it. FERC probably doesn't know it. Who else doesn't know it in this country? And we're mandated. Every supporter. Of the green eco-Nazis, every supporter of the Democrats, everybody touting these policies of bankruptcy and failure. None of them know it. They're idiots. That's why they vote for Joe Biden and every other moron Democrat you see around the nation. Glenn in Savannah, Georgia. Hey, Sean, I have a date with the hurricane. That's why I'm here. So uh, anyway, kick its ass. just light a cigar and spit at that son of a dog. Go ahead. Actually, that's what I'm going to do. <laughs> um the uh, election integrity, if there's no election integrity, no problems are going to get solved. These people will be in their positions for life. I, I just, we have to address this election integrity issue. Glenn, and that's why, it's why it's very important where you live. Because this isn't going to be fixed in our lifetime that I think of. This is going to be about a quality of life issue. And if you get to a decent area, you, it's far better than living among Democrats and hoping for change. Next thing you know, they'll be showing porno to your kids, telling them it's school. Glenn, stay strong. You can kick its ass. It's not that big of a deal. Thank you, brother. Appreciate it. When I get back, I'll take Dave and Lansing and the rest of your calls. 312-642-5600 after this. I was listening to the Sean Thompson show. I'm saddened that this guy supposedly represents us. I mean, I am appalled. He's just disgusting. Sexist pig and an absolute disgrace. Thank you. AM560, the answer. I can't get enough of it. Ten keys a week. Fat slob, reverend of perpetual tax evasion. Ten keys a week. Now you're going to lecture me, scumbag? Some of them we thought were smart than that. She mentioned Ramaswamy. I thought he was a smart guy till he said he believed that Donald Trump was six foot three and two hundred fifteen pounds. Ten keys a week. Thirty-five thousand in nineteen eighty-two. You could find this all on the, on on YouTube. Well, it's still up. It's the FBI tape. He's about four hundred pounds with a cowboy hat on. Yeah, he looks like he smells real good in the, in the video. And in the video, he commits to 10 keys a week from an FBI guy. So 10 keys a week, 35,000. Let's do some math, squirrel. What do you say? So you got 10 keys a week, so that's 350,000 every month. What is that? $1.4 million in 1982, back when 1.4 million was a lot. So that's 16, what is it? 16.8 million a year. And you're lecturing me, hey scumbag. And you're lecturing me what? About racism? Who was devastated more than black communities by the influx of cocaine since the 80s? Who? See, you're the real racist. You're a profiteer of scum. You know, you're a Democrat. David and Lansing. Are you on that line there, dummy? All right, you're off for good. Don't ever take that dummy's call again. 312-642-5600. 
All right. <laughs> yeah, but look, there should be nothing political in calling out prejudice. That's and right. we should push right. back on the parts of people say that it is. You know, at the march, Mayor Holt came out from Oklahoma That's City, right. a Republican. And we had other people on that diet, and we didn't say to them, how do you vote before you can march? Does Al Sharpton have a uh, cocaine rehab part of his pretend church that doesn't really exist, the Church of Perpetual Tax Evasion? What exactly? What's the price of keys now? Could somebody get this fat bastard on the line, find out what the price of cocaine is? Did it go up or down? Was it inflationally adjusted? How did that work? They just continue to take orders from Donald Trump, their puppet master in chief, who has directly... You know, the real sad part is back in 1982, Donald Trump was a supporter of the other reverend of perpetual tax evasion, Jesse Jackson. How's he doing? Still hanging on? Is he with Jimmy Carter on hospice? Don't worry, he'll be alive another seven years. Directed them uh, to persecute and to go after uh, Joe Biden, which may take the form of an illegitimate impeachment inquiry. Why do they keep saying inquiry? I mean, what's going to happen? Do you think Donald Trump will be politically persecuted and sentenced for a crime he never committed? Or uh, before we get through with the inquiry to not only the most corrupt example of any political whore we've ever had, or the fact of the matter is a president who is failing right before our eyes and suffering from all kinds of problems, all kinds of problems, and they've got a plan to keep him in there for as long as he stays above dirt. Serve again in federal or state office, and this was added after the Civil War as a general constitutional principle, um, and we have to abide by it. Uh, we have to abide by it. There are no rules, low life. You've elected everybody. People with questionable birth certificates. I think he mentions that here. Donald Trump was was impeached by the House of Representatives for inciting an insurrection against the union, and then 57 of 100 senators determined as uh, a constitutional fact that Donald Trump had incited an insurrection. Um, so I think you've got robust, bicameral, bipartisan majorities that have already established this as a fact. And I agree with the conservative Federalist Society law professors who are out there saying, as well as Mr. Hutchinson, that Donald Trump is disqualified just as if he were running uh, and not a born U.S. citizen or if he were running and he were... We already did that. Yeah. I think Joe Biden was the vice president for him. We'll be back after this. This is the Sean Thompson Show on AM560. The answer. From the streets of Melrose Park to the trading floor of the Merck, he's fought for every dollar he's ever earned. And now, with personal liberty and our system of capitalism under assault in America, he's here to seize back our rights from the government. With a cigar in one hand and a copy of the Declaration of Independence in the other, he's Sean Thompson. And this is The Sean Thompson Show. This looks like a job for me, so everybody just follow me, because we need a little controversy, because it feels so My next guest, 30 years as a professional investment, everything from banker to advisor. And he started in the old days, back when banking had a principal. Started at Merrill Lynch, I believe, then J.P. Morgan, worked his way up, and now I owe him because he is the founder of Bull and Bear Profits. And when I read things, about 90% of what I read makes me throw things, except when I read Bull and Bear Profits. And in particular, an article he released in Mises, or as I like to call it, Von Mises, he is John Wolfenbarger. John, how are you? Hi, Sean. It's always great to talk to you. Thank you so much for having me back on. 
And no, I, I have love- to say, I haven't said this. I haven't said this before, but you have the best intro of any radio show I've ever heard. The cigar <laughs> and the copy of the Declaration. It doesn't get any better than that. Thank you very much. And um, as I was reading your article, what I like is when somebody teaches me something that I didn't have the right perspective on, and it's an it's such an important perspective, and it's such an important point that you raised in just one of your bullet points. Now, as you know, I can't stand the the scam that is the Federal Reserve. It's not federal, and it's certainly not a reserve. It's a cohort of corruption and manipulation and a monopoly on the most important thing in the country, the money supply. I find it to be outrageous that in the year 2023, we even tolerate this corrupt syndicate. However, what I didn't know in it is that 40% increase in the money supply just in the response to COVID. Now, that's a a Republican administration. That's that lemonhead moron, Steve Mnuchin, who, by the way, the third wife is spectacular. However, this is outrageous. 40% as just the response. And they don't have any idea where that fracking money is, do they? Uh, Well, I think it ended up mostly in Jamie Dimon's hands, the hands of uh, the largest banks in in the country. That's where a lot of it went. And a lot of it went into the stocks of the largest tech companies in the country, NVIDIA and all those companies, so the largest tech companies are certainly benefiting. But yes, the, the Federal Reserve, the bureaucrats, the government bureaucrats with the Federal Reserve increased the money supply by 40% in 2020. So 40% more dollars in 2020 compared to all of the dollars ever created in history before. And they act surprised that we have the highest inflation, inflation in 40 years. It's, it's amazing. And, and the technical version of, of fundamentals and principles have been completely frauded and completely bastardized in fact the revisions that have been made under this idiot are outrageous the revisions in the job numbers the reality of the massive flow and increase of the welfare rolls it's insanity but yet very few people talk about it and when others do it falls on deaf ears now that can only be one of two reasons either the people are just too stupid to understand it or they prefer the fraud that is our monetary system. Which one do you think it is? I think it's both. I think uh, I think the average person is not too stupid, but they're just not informed. They haven't been taught anything about this in school, about how uh, the Federal Reserve creates money out of thin air. You know, if you or me or anyone else tried to create money out of thin air, it would be illegal. It's called counterfeiting. But when the Federal Reserve does it, it's called stimulating the economy. And, um, you know, so I think most people just aren't aware of this. And then the people who benefit from it, the big banks, the big companies, they uh, they love benefiting from it. I mean, who who wouldn't want to be able to create money out of thin air? Well, you know, John, why I have no tolerance for, um, you know, people that say I wasn't taught in school. Neither was I. I wasn't taught in school. You were because you had a wonderful education and you, you, you knew what you wanted to go to. I was a meathead and I wanted to learn because I wanted to improve myself. And in order to do that, it takes effort. And you have to have a fundamental understanding of what you need to improve yourself or you're just hoping for the lotto. And I didn't want to live like that. Now, the reality is it's a double-edged sword because once you gain that knowledge, you realize how futile it is and how repulsive it is to pretend that we're still in a republic. And I, I mean, I haven't felt the same about this country since I watched the bastardization of every principle. But more importantly, when you understand the mayhem that's caused by the financial swindle, That is the Federal Reserve. I mean, we're killing hundreds of thousands, if not millions of people, because the vast majority of them don't want to partake in our lie. And, you know, I I start that and I say that, and people that like me, 
get mad at me. People who are watching on videos, they comment, that's terrible, and, oh, always the optimist. Well, my answer is this. You either recognize the corruption and failure, or you're a part of it, and you help it. And that, to me, is worse than not talking about it and not pointing out. When we point fingers, and you hear about these proxy wars, three fingers are pointing back at us. And when it comes to financial fraud and misuse of of foreign policy, I think we are the bad guy, and I have yet to be proven wrong. I, I completely agree. And what, what the problem is when people don't understand things like the Federal Reserve. I mean, there's no election for the Federal Reserve. It's all, you know, government appointees and they're supposedly independent. But this this institution really run by a handful of people creates this massive inflation that we have. They've they've decreased the value of the dollar by 97 percent since the Federal Reserve was created 110 years ago. And they've created this will be the 21st recession that they've created since 1913. They created the Great Depression of the 1930s, the Great Recession of 2008-2009, and they're about to create what I think will will probably be the worst recession since the Great Depression. And what's sad is that, you know, among in the financial arena, in the financial world, everybody from runners to traders and even the guys in the office, all are very aware that the Great Depression Although, although significant, was made a thousand times worse by the Federal Reserve, one of the first true abuses of its position. And it took us World War II, right? That's the common phrase. We got out of it because of World War II. Well, what they're sweeping under that, that excuse is the fact that what brought us out was an agreement of integrity called the Bretton Woods Agreement. What are we going to do now? Are we just going to go through that all over again and we're going to pretend that there'll be integrity and then I hear these lying mobsters say full faith and credit as they continue to implement one destruction after the next? And then you realize there are innocent kids who have no idea what they're in. I talk to them all the time. And they're being sent over to Africa. We have National Guards. We have tens of thousands of troops. We've got a thousand things. And we're killing people because they don't want to be in on the scam. I mean, sooner or later, we're going to need somebody to change something, aren't we? Absolutely. And, you know, it's funny you mentioned Bretton Woods. You know, that was where the dollar was theoretically backed by gold to some extent. And then uh, Nixon took us off completely off of any tie to gold in 1971. And since then, you know, we had the massive inflation of the 1970s and one crisis after another. So what's interesting now is you're you're familiar with the BRICS countries, you know, uh, Brazil, (laughs) Russia, India, China, and they're, they're working on creating their own currency that that is ultimately tied to gold or other commodities, and they could actually end up being, you know, have a more free market founder monetary system than we do, and that could really, uh, really erode the power and prestige and, and economic uh, wealth of the U.S. economy and the U.S. government. So they, they we might be have our hands forced by by communists and dictators. <laughs> Well, that's the funny thing about after the collapse of the Soviet Union. You know, I remember that, John. I don't know where you were in the 90s when that happened. But if you remember, there was a platform put forward where some of the greatest minds in American, it's called capitalism, but it really drives me nuts, in in the principles of property rights and propertyism and the, the flow of a true economy, some of the greatest minds actually went over and worked with the new politicians in Russia at the time. And there were 
massive amounts of energy companies that went there. There were bankers that went there. There was uh, an interwoven investment from American investments and retirement funds into numerous companies that all did very, very well. It isn't until this idiot that all that money was seized, and you still have yet to have answers. Tens of billions, if not hundreds of billions of dollars of American retirement money was seized. And there's no talk in it. And when you look at what Russia has done since the 90s, and you look at what we have done, who's the bigger fraud? Yeah, well, that's, that's the big issue. I mean, we, you know, we almost went to World War III when Russia tried to put nuclear weapons in Cuba. We all know about that. And now, you know, the U.S. has been, they promised not to expand NATO any further east than, than East Germany in the early 90s. And yet they've continued to expand it eastward putting more and more, you know, essentially surrounding Russia with nuclear weapons. So, you know, it's amazing to me that after the Berlin Wall fell down and the Soviet Union fell apart, that someone in the last 30 years couldn't have figured out, hey, maybe we should try to try to be friendly with these people and maybe try to get rid of these nuclear weapons or at least reduce them and you know, try to have a friendlier stance and towards we, them. But, but now we're actually at war with Russia and we're risking World War III. So and they, we broke all the agreements and all the, all the, uh, the investments in nuclear weapons and technologies. We broke all of that. But there's another thing that, that's happening is that the peaceful tranquility, I think people can ignore this when the economy is going well, when they're not suffering under, under government failure and corruption. But another very interesting thing in your article is you reference the Great Depression and the 25% unemployment. When you look at what we're being told, and you see the monthly revisions, you see the lack of jobs because businesses are in fact closing, the growth of delinquency in mortgages and credit card debt. Has the government told the truth to the American people since COVID about the financial status of our nation? Well, no. I mean, they keep talking about jobs growth, but you know, the number of people employed is lower than it was before COVID started. You know, over over three years ago. This is hardly a recovery. All they did was put people out of work and then slowly let people come back to work. I mean, that's hardly economic growth. And, and again, this is with 40% more dollars sloshing around. So it's very artificial. And, um, you know, now the stock market is the most expensive it's ever been in history. The Fed has been hiking interest rates at the most aggressive pace they've ever had in history. The money supply is now down 12%. The yield curve is the most inverted it's been in 40 years. So, I think we're going to have a reckoning probably starting very soon of a major, major recession that is going to shock most people. And uh, I think it will create a lot of a lot of problems for the political class. Well, there's also a scandal afoot when when we talk about this 40 percent. Right. And it goes to specific people and specific investments and whatever the case is. But the reality is when the economy doesn't adjust to justify that amount of money, and you keep claiming that GDP is actually a positive number, if, to me, if it's not 41%, it hasn't grown grown 1%. Now, I'm old-fashioned, and I like simple math. I understand there's a new way to do math, but it doesn't seem to be even near what it should be when you pump this kind of money into the economy. And how do you untangle how we're counting government debt, referred to as spending, as growth? And if that's the case then how do you figure out how long the lie's been going on? Oh, you're exactly right. I mean, really, they just destroyed the economy with the COVID lockdowns, printed all this money, and we're, we're just trying to crawl back to where we were before. And that's why you, you look at things like consumer confidence. The average American, the average consumer, consumer confidence is 
is near historical lows of the past, you know, six decades or so. People understand that, you know, there's their their standard of living is eroding. I mean, their their costs of living has risen dramatically. Their job situation is is not secure, and they know that there's something wrong in the in the economy and what's going on in the, in the state of the, the government right now and the state of the the world. They know that we're in uh, we're in serious trouble, and I, I think it's only going to get worse. Um, and you know, hopefully, people will start to put two and two together and realize that the problem is is in Washington D.C. and it's with the politicians, and we need to start. Start finding politicians that tell the truth and that represent our rights instead of constantly violating our rights. I mean, I think we're coming to a real watershed point here where government debt is so out of control and it's so clearly unsustainable that the government can't meet its obligations for Social Security and Medicare and Medicaid. Eventually, um, you know, there has to be a reckoning and people need to <laughs> Eventually wake someone, up to the Someone's going to figure out. They've been stealing the Franken money, and it's a Ponzi scheme. But, you know, we, I was lucky enough to live through uh, the 70s and 80s. And I remember the 70s and the anxiety and the interest rates and the, mm-hmm. the disgust. I think they had the misery index was created under the imbecile Jimmy Carter, which refuses mm-hmm. to die. However, the, the national debt was at like $532 billion when Jimmy Carter gets in office, $536 billion, whatever it was. He nearly doubles it. And it goes to nine hundred billion, and there is a massive pushback, right? And and Ronald Reagan thankfully comes along after saving California and putting it on the path to prosperity. And the people writ large said, "I I've had enough of the Democrats." In fact, if you look at the eighties, if someone admitted they were a Democrat, you knew they were a half-ass gangster or a crook. And that's what needs to happen again, because. What I see happen in the city of Chicago, what you see happen in New York or New Jersey, they turn to the most unqualified Marxist frauds and they elect them. That's the difference. That didn't happen in the 80s. Do you think there's hope? Do you see somebody who represents the principles of, of, of prosperity and Americanism? Do you see somebody that you like? Um. Oh boy, uh, let's that's not. Good. I like. Uh, <laughs> this is like, like me asking Thomas my Mann. wife how I look in this suit. She wants to say something nice, but she can't. Go ahead. <laughs> I like Thomas Massey. Um, <laughs> not running. Rand, yes, me too. Not running. Rand Paul is pretty good. Not running. Um, yeah. The uh, I can't remember how to pronounce his name. Indian name. Vivek Ramaswamy. I'm so disgusted though with that uh, Ryovant pump and dump. That really sickens me. Okay, I'm not familiar with that, but he says some good things. Sure, uh, but no, to answer your hookers. question, no, yeah. really. no. <laughs> So here's the thing, John. Do me a favor because you know I, I, I mean, first of all, I love your site. I truly do. I'm a member of it. You were gracious okay, enough. Sure. You, you, you help, and I, I, I love reading you in Von Mises. I've come to a conclusion on him because of Ryovant, which is a company that he started with his mommy, who was a doctor who used to sit in on trials for a drug that failed after 14 years. He puts the company in the Bahamas, starts the company. The stock rallies because he used to be a hedge fund guy. He gets the money from the hedge funds. He somehow gets Ryovant that has one asset, somehow gets it approved by the SEC for an IPO. And the stock goes from 0 to $30. He pitches out on the way down. The stock is $0.13. Cents. It's a busted stock. And he wow. t- goes around like he's a biotech genius. To me... 
He's he he did what Joe Biden pretends to do with his career. He did it with his stock. So th- I want to love him because I love what he says. But we can't afford to be distracted by a swindler now, can we? Yeah. No, you're right. I wondered how he became a billionaire by the age of 38. That's uh, I guess that's one way to do it. Well, you know what we need to do? I'd like to, to see a stat sheet on how many of the billionaires before they're 38 have done it on pump and dumps or on, on Silicon Valley companies that never turned a profit. And it's going to be hard to argue now that Bezos finally turned a profit after 21 years. But this is the kind of, this is the kind of stuff that I, I, I love about your articles, and more importantly, I love about your site. Um, and, and, and tell the people... Um, Listen, I know it's a for-profit site, but I think Bull and Bear's Profits is worth it. Tell them where they can check everything out and get all the info. Great. Thank you, Sean. Appreciate it. Yes, it's bullandbearprofits.com, and uh, everything is free, actually, um, right now. In a few months, we'll be launching a subscription newsletter, but for now, every single thing on the website is free, including lots of webinars and special reports. And I show you how to make lots of money, no matter what's going on in the economy or the the crazy world in Washington. You know what I want to do with you? We have guys that are, are affiliated with me, and they uh, advertise, but they started something that they want to change kind of the way people get together and exchange businesses. And I need you to check out Freedom Square. Go check it out and open up. I think it's free to just put your business on there. You'll love it. I think it'll be a benefit for all parties. And this is what we need to do. People of good conscience and good character come together to reject the mafia that's destroyed our quality of life. He is John Wolfenbarger. Thank you so much, brother, for everything. I appreciate you. Thank you, Sean. Appreciate it. Keep up the great work. Thank Talk you. Talk to you later. Much. We'll be back with your calls and comments. Broadcasting from the Petri dish of corruption known as the state of Illinois. In the upper Midwest, the nation, and around the world. This is the Sean Thompson Show on AM560, The Answer. AM560, The Answer. I talk a lot about money, about the corrupt policies that weaken our wealth, strengthen the wealth of the corrupt frauds, even the big fat asses with their pretend companies at O'Hare, and they fill the potholes in the Jane Byrne. See, that's not business. That's a destruction of our currency. And it's important that people start to realize that because we've been allowing Marxist, profiteering, and scum to raise up themselves to positions of more power. And nothing embodies that like the new bust-out bum called the mayor of Chicago. Well, here's the thing that's important. We have to make sure that we are making the critical investments so that our children's learning and development um, is fully realized. 30000 a kid. That's what the people pay to CPS. So those big fat slobs can go to the Sox game and destroy the future of these kids. And if you wiggle too much, don't worry. There's a program out there. You're going to be fine. You can make up to a thousand or two thousand dollars because your kid's a moron. Hey guys, it's your girl Chalet, and I'm back today with another video. In today's video, we're going to talk about how parents can receive an additional one thousand to three thousand dollars for their children because of the pandemic's effect on their learning. Now, that's outrageous because we're subsidizing the failure of teachers that make far more than most of you and retire like they're worth millions, and they can't spell it if I gave them the two L's. Morons! In the meantime, this bull dung is selling, and it's selling, and his people are complacent, and he is getting to live for the first time in his bust-out life, like somebody of success, as once again, him and his posse 
will steal fortunes, just like the dailies, just like Nine Finger Rom, who's part of the dailies, just like the unpleasant looking woman who's dressed like Brandon Johnson, Lori Lightfoot. I think she's making more money now than she did when she was a mayor, even though her law firm paid her more than prior to her winning the office. That's how Chicago likes it. That's how Democrats like it. Well, we're going to have to start to fix it, or we're all going to suffer from their failures. Not everybody can move from America. Ross, Oak Forest. Hi, Sean. As always, thank you for taking my call. I uh, really appreciated your, your last uh, guest. Uh, really insightful. I, I think it's, it, it's a great connection that people want to read about how the left chips away at capitalism and individual rights. You read about the evolution of the centralized bank in the United States. It the left right from Theodore before. Roosevelt to Woodrow Wilson to uh, the, the fraud, the con artist, FDR, and the rest of them. That's yeah. all the left. All, and I love the fact all, you call it the left. Don't give them the virtue of liberalism. They're not liberal. We are. Yeah, correct. And it, you read it all the way up through. It was thrice vetoed by presidents. Uh, it was finally pushed over the line and forced through in 1913, as your guest said, with the uh, induction of uh, the Federal Reserve Bank. And you can read about the whole awesome corruption trip to Jekyll Island, Georgia, which is a great read about how the... And the next big achievement to, to... was Obamacare, the cornerstone Correct. of destroying the quality of something that m- all of us will need eventually, called health care. And that was sustained... By a fraud Republican, another fraud corporatist scum by the name of John McCain. May he burn in hell for a thousand millenniums. Right next to Madeleine Albright. All right. Well, and then you go to, to, to 1933, the suspension of the gold standard under FDR, the introduction of FDIC, the New Deal. So well, he suspended, he suspended the citizens' right to even have gold. Correct. And then I mean, about by, by the time it was Nixon, Nick, uh, Richard Nixon, you can't go back to the gold standard. It's gone. No, if and you then, you know that's then, why I don't even entertain it, man. If you did it, what? How would you do it to thirty-five trillion dollars? I mean, you'd have to. It would be two hundred eighty-eight thousand an ounce. You'd immediately throw that into yeah. turmoil. It has yeah. to be a hybrid, and uh, yeah. but it has to be so, something, kid. You know that, Ross. It has to be something because if it's not, it's just going to be another face of swindle. Because the reality is, Donald J. Trump, who I support massively when it comes to foreign policy and domestic energy, he's the one who signed the $6 trillion to, to, to imitate the velocity of money as he shut down the, the economy. It's outrageous, brother. And that's why I ask, John, is there anybody out there you like? And unfortunately, I'm not going to rely on the con artist Ramaswamy. So the reality is, John's right. The guys yeah. we like aren't running yet. Thank you, Ross. I appreciate Thank the you the call and you listening. Uh, Jason Roy, Kentucky. How you doing, John? Good. How are you, brother? I'm doing well. Um, so my, we had a conversation a while back about you, you like, you wanted to have state secede. Yeah. I want peaceful secession. Um, I understand, but it seems like that option is running its course and, I've heard another civil war may be happening. What do you feel about that? Well, first of all, I don't at any time, I'm not a Democrat scum. I don't at any time want to kill a fellow American. Never. I wouldn't mind beating the hell out of a few of them, but I don't want to kill them. And that's the separation of, of character versus no character. See, that's why I think the founders wrote in the documents, we are supposed to be united by principles, not extorted through, through power. 
right? So that's Agreed. what I want to reestablish, right? And, and to a certain extent, I think the table is set for it to be peaceful. You see, what's going to happen is Donald Trump is going to become the nominee. What will happen is even if he wins, which is unlikely now that the election is bastardized and they have the, the, the schematic for election theft, but what will happen is these state frauds, like Alexei Junulius, the Secretary of State, will not qualify certain votes. And that, by their action, will ironically act as a soft secession. So you'll have that separate. You already do, by the way, Jason, right now. The difference is we just all okay. fund these corrupt bastards. But you have people that have fled, fled once great states because of, of politics. And they're not the people that... And I'm that, one of them. Right. Well, those are the people that matter, the people that can take their income. You still have those who can't because of love and affection and jobs, and they're, they're miserable. But eventually, when they can, they will. You know, the people who have to live there, they're all for a reason, right? Family or job or whatever, circumstance, business ownership. The minute they can go, they're well, going to go. I stayed as long as I did. Yeah. And, and so I think you have a soft secession. You, we've been in a soft civil war since Jimmy Carter, really. The only time we had any uniting, ironically, was after Jimmy Carter. You know, he won 49 of the 50 states in his second election. And these idiots that are running now all hated him, like Barack Obama, hated him. All these scum that are destroying our country. Even Joe Biden. Joe Biden couldn't stand Ronald Reagan because Ronald Reagan had his number. He knew he was a fraud and a scumbag. So you've always had this. How is this guy still president? Well, what, you, what you've never had is the kind of Chicago oh. gangsterism that Chicagoans accepted. You never had that nationwide. And I think we're underestimating how many people are sickened by the Biden administration. So there, there's always hope, Jason Roy. Thank you very much for calling. I appreciate it. Uh, I have a cut from, where's my California cut there, lovely honey bunny? Some people may say, okay, this is great. Like the housing costs will go down, the traffic will go down. What is the impact of all of this? The most recent year, 21 to 22, California lost on net balance 425,000 people, almost a half a million people. They bring their incomes that they were making in California to these other states. Just think how much taxes that would generate. Think of what positive impact that would have if we keep those people from leaving the state. But right now, you're not going to have as much business. You're not going to have as much prosperity because people are leaving the state. It will increase homelessness because it increases poverty, which increases public costs. So it has a multiplier effect. More people. Just think Chicago. Think about this welfare roach story. Think about this. Now, there are some people who will accept the 1000 and 3000 gladly because they know their kid can't read. And they're not going to use it to help the kid. They're just going to use it for whatever their lifestyle is. So there's only two kinds of people left in this country right now. There's the government supremacists who do not mind the corruption. They're called Democrats. And then there's the other side. Now, I don't call them Republicans because the Republicans, like John McCain, they're repulsed by them, too. This is a very exciting time. Don't be depressed. And like there's a, this, is the, this is the time that will set the trajectory of our nation on the right path. Now, the question is, will it set all the states on the right path? Or will it be the catalyst to what should have been done decades ago, where the, the people who produce stop funding the culture of corruption that is the Democrat mafia? They don't care about evidence or righteousness or principles. They care about being in on the scam.
Are you confident when you look at what the Justice Department has done, when you look at the investigations into Hunter Biden that the Republicans have pursued up to this point, that there hasn't been any wrongdoing, everything's been above board? Yes, I'm extremely uh, confident. The American people know fundamentally that Joe Biden is a good and decent man. That's not true at all. The American people are disgusted. The Marxist mafia government supremacist half-assed gangsters that support this kind of corruption, they're titillated by it. They just want in on it, just like you, Hakeem. You just want in on it for once in your life, like Brandon Johnson. You get to pretend to be somebody instead of the bust-out failure you always were. 312-642-5600. This is the Sean Thompson Show on AM560. The answer. AM560. The answer. You know, it was hard to listen to this. It's, it's hard to listen to all of these imbeciles. It really is. I do like how stupid they all look. Really. I mean, from this buffoon. Obviously, the president travels across the country uh, pretty regularly to talk about invest in how he's investing in America, how he's lowering. What do you mean he? Hey, moron. He doesn't invest in anything. He sells policy. He's a traitor. He takes the money he makes and his crack-smoking son, and he buys houses he could never afford when he had a job because he never really had one. He doesn't invest. What he does is manipulate and contort money that is extorted from Americans today and in the future called debt. So he doesn't... You know, the way that these imbeciles, these bust-outs, the way that they talk is sickening to me. Truly, I wouldn't give you five cents, moron, or your dimwit boss, or anybody in your fracking administration. And I got news for you. Nobody would. I want to thank, of course, our nation's champion, President Biden, for your leadership and commitment to lowering costs for working families in every way. I wouldn't give her five cents either, even if she was giving the lap dances away the way an honest woman does. In the meantime, she uses them. To reach powers she could never reach on her own and lie to the American people writ large. Cost for Americans, that is one of the, as he speaks about binomics, lowering costs for Americans uh, is clearly one of uh, uh, one of his top priorities. So you'll continue to hear from the president about this. You're not going to hear anything. They're going to run their scams and they've got their favorites on deck right now. Whether it's the, the phony, the phony cover up that we're calling the Ukrainian war when we didn't give a rip about Ukraine when it was killing its own people, and we shouldn't give a rip about them now. In fact, we should investigate some of the allegations that turned out to be right about the bio labs and the rest of it. You see, people are still pissed off about the whole COVID thing. Nobody's buying any of it. And you guys keep selling it. In the meantime, you keep selling all of your lies, all of them. Just so we're clear on the scale of the issue, each electric vehicle battery for a heavy-duty truck weighs 8,000 pounds. And you need at least two of them. So we're talking the weight of, you know, four or five cars. And our, my friends and peers in the industry nationwide who have tried to make efforts to put in, say, hey, I'm going to convert a dozen forklifts to electric, or I want to tee up a facility for 30 electric trucks. There is no power. The utilities come back, the cities come back and say, is this some kind of joke? See, now this only matters to you and me because we read and we think and we work and we earn. The Democrats don't give a rip about this. They make their money on welfare. They're bribed to tolerate stupidity and corruptions. 
And that's why people are fleeing Democrat-run areas. And the swindle goes on. And what I've said repeatedly is that bringing people together to address the needs that families have across the city of Chicago, regardless of what zip code you're in, that we have to do that. And at the same time, he levies massive taxes on those people who somehow have an asset of value. He's going to take it away in percentages nobody knew about when they bought it. You know, if this was a mortgage company instead of a government that decided to add fees with the time of liquidations, people would go to prison. It would be called a contract violation. There would be no disclosure. There would be lawsuits. Even these Democrats scum lawyers, these slip and fall scammers, they'd be suing the pants off these mortgage companies. But this bust out who never earned a dollar in his miserable existence, honestly, this bust out just levies a 6% cost to get out from under the corruption and failure that is the formerly great city, now sewer and capital of Marxist mafia called Chicago. And everybody says, oh, okay. The city of Chicago deserves a system that, that is collaborative. And so what does that So look- it's collaborative to take your fracking money. It's collaborative to give it away to people who are, what are they calling it now, dual robbery? Isn't that like a gangster disciple menage a trois? I think that's what it is. One guy stands behind you, one guy stands in front of you. Just like Kamala Harris got her way to the vice presidency. Like in what it looks like is expanding our sustainable community schools model. But what it also entails. Hey, 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 moron. Hey, moron. Will the kids be able to read? Will they be able to read a sentence and then tell people what the sentence said? You're not big on that. Because if they ever do learn how to read, they're going to figure out every freaking thing you ever said was a lie and a scam. One friend tried to put in, in Illinois a, uh, a facility, tee it up for 30 trucks electrification. The city came back and said, this is some kind of joke. You're asking for more draw than the entire city requires. And just to give you an idea, 30, 50 trucks, that's like a five, six megawatt application. The factory that makes the trucks is a two megawatt factory. See, but you'd have to read to figure out the scam. You'd have to try to open a business. That's why the vast majority of those people who can read open businesses and are an asset to society, they don't vote Democrat. They don't they wouldn't tolerate it. And those are the ones, the very people who are offended by the concept that a that a system that is supposed to educate kids and cannot Tribes tries to bribe the parents. They'd be offended and disgusted at this. Guys, I covered this topic before, but a lot of people still have not applied for this free funding. And when I tell you, you can use this money to buy things like school supplies, tutoring, after-school activities. I mean, if you would like to get an additional $1,000 per child, you already know what to do. Stay tuned. Your girl's got you covered. Now, if this is your first time tuning into my channel... Hi, hello, hey, friend. And every day, another 10,000 people sign up. And every day, more and more people sign up. The only difference between before, when the Democrats tried to ruin societies through welfare, and now, is it also goes to illegal aliens. How's that for a sanctuary city? There's your hope and change and equity and every other bull dung that bankrupts our nation. I'll be back after this. From the streets of Melrose Park to the trading floor of the Merc, he's fought for every dollar he's ever earned. And now, with personal liberty and our system of capitalism under assault in America, he's here to seize back our rights from the government. 
With a cigar in one hand and a copy of the Declaration of Independence in the other, he's Sean Thompson. And this is The Sean Thompson Show. This looks like a job for me, so everybody just follow me, because we need a little controversy. What's very frustrating for people like me and you is that we don't have to go through this. We really shouldn't be going through this. But the media has put lipstick on the pig of government supremacy. The media polishes up these whores. They make them palatable for the general public. If the media did any, any of its responsibility, any of its job, we would never be in this pickle. But the media continues to lie, to put lipstick on the policy pig, that is the mafia, calling themselves government. That's why we're in this position. It's particularly frustrating to guys who have principles, fundamentals, and understand what's at stake. I couldn't help but notice my next guest was quoted in an article of the Amazon Post lipstick makeup artist in finance by the name of Tim Casey, right? Or no, I'm sorry. What's his name? Kessler? His name of my friend is E.J. Antoni of the Heritage Foundation. Now, you corrected Kessler, and I saw that this was uh, in an article. You showed up the buffoon, didn't you? My goodness, it, it, you know, honestly, it wasn't that hard. It was literally just a matter, Sean, of, of pointing out the facts and just saying, look, the numbers are what they are. But uh, it's amazing the extent to which some of these so-called reporters, so-called fact-checkers go to try to toe the party line and to twist everything uh, to be able to do that. Now, we've got investigative reporters in Chicago that have fluffed the mafia for decades. One of... Uh one of the ones I really like to point out how, how corrupt ideologically this buffoon is, is a guy who looks like the son of Svengulli's either father or offspring if he, if he were to have a forest preserve baby with Lon Chaney. And that is a guy by the name of Paul Lisnick, who for decades has fluffed the, the Chicago Democrat mafia and continues to do so. When all these people need to do is just tell the truth, yet they propagandize. And that's similar to every totalitarian society, we don't have reporters. We have propagandists. But it's particularly upsetting when they're propagandizing the Marxist philosophy of collectivism and money. And that's really what you exposed with Kessler. What is his first name, this scoundrel? Oh, goodness. I, I don't remember off the top of my head, probably because it's not worth remembering. Uh, yeah. No, <laughs> but really, he's been doing this for years for the Washington Post, I think even before Bezo Bezos bought it. And I remember him being quoted by such uh, notable frauds like the Obama administration. Right. And, you know, one of the things that, that really aggravated me with this whole episode was the fact that Kessler had actually contacted me previously uh, about how you calculate things like how much uh, how much poorer are people today compared to when Biden took office, right? How do you adjust wages for inflation, for prices? And so I, I spent, an, I basically wasted an hour of my life explaining to this guy how the numbers work, how we calculate these things, uh, and then he purposely misrepresented what I told him. And the reality is, ironically enough, the people who suffer from the government lies when it comes to economics, from the government fluffing of true economic data, are the people who can afford it the least. And that's why every, de I mean, every Democrat administration, the people suffer. And people point to Clinton. Well, if you look at what Clinton did right after getting the office, if it wasn't for the welfare reform that he was forced to sign, also because he, had a, he was a different kind of Democrat, his administration would have gone down in economic flames. Yet, 
That is pointed to as a time in this country when there was success. But they don't realize the people who, who succeeded was Congress who were still promoting Reaganomics. Why is there few Republicans that are able to discuss this on a nationwide stage? Oh, goodness, Sean, they, they don't know their history. Uh, they certainly don't know their economics. You know, it's absolutely appalling today how many politicians, I- including on the right, uh, have never owned a small business, have never worked for a small business. So many of these people know one thing and one thing only, and that's government. You know, some of them are grifters, some of them are fraudsters, whatever. But even the honest ones, uh, you know, they grew up in that world and they've never known anything else. And they just don't understand how the private economy works, which is the only part of the economy that matters because it's the only part that produces anything. Now, I want to tell you, I want to ask your opinion on this. I was discussing this with a family member last night who I love to death. And he's uh, he's in his late 50s and he has a mortgage in a, in a house he he's dying to sell. But his mortgage rate is like 2.7. So he's got a mortgage rate of 2.7 on like 150 grand. So the mortgage is, is very affordable. The same mortgage today is three times, actually four times what it was when he took it. I mean, this is something that affects so many Americans from old to young that destroys the ability for them to accumulate and have decent wealth. So you hamstring the people who are in terrible areas that would leave, but they can't because now they have to get a mortgage at 8%. Is it the plot of the deceptors in charge of our economy who I believe intentionally want to control demolition, the principles of an economy? But it certainly seems like it. Look at look at what happened with, with the elites. And when I talk about elites, I'm not talking about you know, one party or the other. There are elites on both sides of the aisle, right? It's just they're basically the people who think they know better than everyone else and that they want to run your life for you. So, you know, the elites on the right, they try to do that to people in other countries with things like nation building. The elites on the left just, you know, they do it here at home. But what 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 have the elites done over the last several years? They artificially lowered interest rates. Their friends took advantage of those interest rates, companies like BlackRock, to literally buy up homes so regular Americans couldn't buy them. And now that interest rates have gone up, what can the average American do? Well, they're basically forced to rent a home from the elites because they can't afford now to go out and get one, uh, you know, like you said, at a 7 or 8% mortgage. Here's a shocker for you. The, the median-priced home when Biden took office, the monthly mortgage payment on that was, was 900 and change. It was less than $1,000. Today, the same house, the median-priced home today, the monthly mortgage payment is over two grand. It's going to cost you an extra $13,000 a year for the same house. Well, you know what's funny is that what gets glazed over is that for a very short respite in American history, People who were renters for life, and my mother was one, renters for life, had an opportunity for the first time to buy and save money. And this is something that never is really focused on. The benefit to the poor people that the Trump administration created was something that even he right now doesn't talk about or the Republicans writ large don't talk about. As they have adopted a rumor, a lie of Adolf Volcker, being the catalyst of Reaganomics. I said this to a guest yesterday, and I'm going to say it to you because you and I both know this. The lie is that Reagan supported a Federal Reserve 
manipulation and raising of the interest rate. The truth of the matter is he insisted on cutting that rate. Do you think there will be a candidate that will present that? And I think Trump, this should be all he talks about. This and the fact that he's being politically persecuted. Because if he talks about these two things, he will then gain support of the people who are harmed most by corrupt government, the poor people, won't he? You know, Sean, I uh, I actually had dinner last night uh, at a, a public policy event with, with uh, RFK, and shockingly, one of the first things that he brought up was the manipulation by the Federal Reserve of interest rates, of the money supply, you name it. It, it literally sounded like uh, he listens to, to you and I's conversation, right? But now, you know, then, of course, he has to go off on all the crazy environmentalist rabbit holes. So, I mean, he's wrong on 70 percent of the stuff he talks about. But <laughs> when, it, when it comes to money, when it comes to the Fed, I mean, my goodness, I, I, it, I, I was shocked. I was absolutely shocked. He is completely not at home in the Democrat Party. And what I would give to have a conservative, so-called conservative candidate for president talk about money and inflation the way he does. Well, you know, if, if he wasn't an eco-Nazi, which he clearly is, um, I would be behind him because I'm, I remember who Reagan's tax policy was. It actually wasn't Reagan's. It was, his, it was JFK's. And, you know, you realize some of the principles of the nation under that old-fashioned fiscal conservative, and it wasn't the Republican Party. The Republican Party was always the party of corporatism. It was the John McCain, Mary Rich, protect the in-laws, the scam artist frauds that they always have been, not just the ones that are always in Illinois. But so, you know, the Republican Party has never been my party. But the principles are always my principles. As I, as I look for America, through terrible things comes great opportunity. And I think after this imbecile is done pretending to be president, I think there's going to be some real opportunity. I'm just wondering if there's a deep enough bench of people who understand the principles to bring it back. I'm hoping there are. I think there's great promise in it. I really like the idea there's a young guy, even though he's a swindler, talking truth. I'm wondering, do you think maybe somebody will come off the bench who deserves to be off the bench, somebody who's been too afraid to run as, as, as of late? Do you think there will be a Paul or a Massey? Do you think somebody will step up? You know, I, I have my hope, Sean, but one of the problems here is that 99% of the time, the people who seek power are the last people you ever want to be in power. And so what we basically need is somebody who, who reluctantly accepts that mantle, someone who his country calls upon uh, to, again, to take up that role who doesn't actually want it. The people who are running around saying, you know, I should be president, I'd be the best president ever, or the best Federal Reserve chairman, the best Treasury secretary, whatever the case may be, I can all but guarantee you those are the people who should never be in those roles. There's staggering data in your article. Staggering, outrageous data that you don't really hear outside of guys like you writing about it. And the problem with that is it only takes people that can read to get the information. The vast majority of people who would vote for a Democrat can't read. They don't read. They don't want to know. So we need to get it in the public eye through mainstream media. But the fact is 61% of consumers live paycheck to paycheck, right? We got the same percentage, can't write a check for over 400 bucks. You got 50% that have less when you combine savings and checking of two grand at her name. It's got to get out to the general public sooner or later. Do you think it'll get worse before it does, or do you think that this is a, a, a bar now that people need to be aware of and the, the mainstream media will talk about? 
No, I, I think it gets worse. You know, unfortunately, there's still too strong a narrative out there right now, Sean, in my opinion, at least. You know, I could be wrong here, but it, it seems to me that there's too strong of a narrative out there of don't believe your lying eyes. Don't believe your empty wallets. Believe the administration instead and believe us when we tell you how great the economy is, how many jobs there are, et cetera, et cetera. Never mind the fact that all those jobs keep getting those jobs numbers keep getting revised down and the job openings number just plummeted again today. You know, forget all of that. So I think what the, I think the average American understands the economy is not very good right now. He's demonstrably poorer than he was a couple of years ago. And so he doesn't need a, a different message. I think there's a lot of people, though, who are on the fence, whose lives basically haven't changed all that much. And it's not going to be until they are also demonstrably poorer that they begin to, to turn off the narrative and to say, no, I don't believe that anymore because now it affects me personally. I mean, it, the numbers are staggering, right? I mean, what was it, the median? Did you quote the median uh, American income at $57,872? Was that the median number? Uh, that sounds about right, yes. And that's before Joe Biden usurped the most powerful office in the world. But that same American now, the median, due to his the, the policies of Biden, that median income has been knocked down to 46000 That's a staggering percentage. Staggering. It, it is. And, and, you know, some people were, uh, you know, I was having this debate with, with someone a, a little while ago about how bad income taxes are and that inflation isn't a big issue. And I said, no, 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 it's exactly the opposite. You know, the average American worker today pays $3 and something cents in, in federal income tax every hour on his wages. But inflation has taken over $4 an hour on, on, you know, just as a, as a hidden tax effectively. So if you want to look at it this way, inflation under Joe Biden has more than doubled the effective federal income tax rate on the average American. I mean, you, you can't overestimate, I think, how much inflation is genuinely killing people financially today. So you and I have talked, and you know that I believe this is absolutely intentional. There is no accident here. This is exactly what the government supremacists among us needed to happen. They need to humble the arrogant American who didn't need government. And when you see big cities, formerly great, now ghettos of, of, of stagflation and hopelessness like Chicago, and you see the new elected Marxists promote and do something I didn't think could be done arbitrarily and put a city tax on values of homes so it's different. The, the, the better your house is, the more the, 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 the failed city takes from you at the sale price. I mean, I can't believe the stuff that's going on. Is this because the intended failure is, as I think it, the greatest weapon of the government supremacist? Oh, that's a good question. It, it, it reminds me of an effort uh, from from one Illinois lawmaker, I, I believe it was in the House, who made the proposal we should put property taxes on people's houses so high that they can't afford to leave the state. And you might yeah. think, what? That, that doesn't make any sense at that first blush. Like, if property taxes are high, wouldn't that encourage people to leave? Except the problem is that if property taxes are so high, a prospective home buyer coming from another state is going to look at your home and say, wow, I can't afford uh, the mortgage and the property taxes, so I'm not going to be able to give you the price you want for your home. In other words, no one in Illinois then can sell their home for a reasonable price, and so they're trapped there. Yeah. Boy, this is I, uh, to describe this as any anything other than intentional, I think, is to give a certain uh, grace 
or pass to people who have economic degrees and know full well how to have a controlled demolition so that the people are poor enough to turn to government. And when you look at these cities, these are the same cities that bribe the people that work for them in retirement vehicles that don't exist but are a pay-to-play scheme in their own right as they retire worth 3 and $4 million, something that 99.9% of the people who, who pay property taxes in these areas will not retire on. And do you think ultimately it's the backdoor Soviet ideology that has worked so successfully, in particular in Chicago, the home of Saul Alinsky, a well-known Marxist? But do you think this, this is coming to their destination where they exactly wanted the American people? It certainly seems like it, Sean. And, you know, it's so funny you bring up the Soviets. One of the, the cornerstones of Soviet uh, ideology in, in terms of their war against uh, capitalism was that they said, if we're going to actually take down these capitalist countries, we have to promote the devaluation of their currency, because oh. that will uh, eventually infuriate the common man so much that he will rise up against his capitalist captors. And that certainly seems like what we're doing today. You know, it's interesting. So when you had dinner, you were, we were with RFK Jr. Does he understand, in your opinion, the magnitude of what life in America will be if the rest of the world de-dollarizes? Does he get how, how pervasive this, this ideology of collectivism is in the Federal Reserve? Does he view the Federal Reserve as something that should stay in power? I'm curious. He, he was very explicit. He views the Federal Reserve uh, as an instrument to impose a hidden tax on the American people to finance all kinds of, of boondoggles. And the word he used was, was uh, evil projects by the federal government, such as war, things that the American people would never go along with if they understood the true cost of what was being levied upon them. You know why that's exciting? Not because I think he has a, sh a chance of winning, because I realize that the Leviathan, the mafia, will protect itself, and they will attack anybody who challenges it. But by him knowing that, he will say it, and people who would not have otherwise thought it or even considered it will. So I think it's a great indication of why we should be optimistic over the next 10 years. People will reject this mafia that is being represented and destroying our country today. I think it's it's very optimistic that uh, a Democrat with the notable name of Kennedy understands the principles of what our problems are. I think that's wonderful. Oh, I do too, Sean. And you know, one other thing that was so optimistic uh, last night was when someone asked him, you know, your uncle, 20 years before Reagan uh, even talked about cutting taxes, your uncle was talking about cutting taxes for everyone across the board, people and corporations, everything, at all marginal rates. And he, and he was asked, can you commit to cutting taxes uh, again? And he had the best answer of the night. Yes, I will. That's awesome. EJ and Tony, see, I know it. I, I'm so proud to be your friend. I'm so proud you've been with me since the beginning. And I so appreciate the work you're doing on the grandkids I have not met yet because they're not born. So thank you, you and the people at Heritage, for everything you do, brother. Thank you. No, it's my pleasure. Thank you for having me. We'll be back with your calls and comments. Marxists, socialists, and communists are not welcome on The Sean Thompson Show on AM560, The Answer. AM560, The Answer. As we sit today, 
the head of the BLM. No, no, no. Not those real estate investors, those Marxist frauds pretending to care about black people in their lives. The Bureau of Land Management is headed up by an eco-terrorist by the name of Tracy Stone Manning. 30 years ago, she participated in tree spiking. She wrote a letter, pled guilty to it. She is the head of the Bureau of Land Management. The fires in California last year resulted in arson charges of an ex-professor in California. We have numerous wildfires that trace back to arson in Maui. The people are suing the electric company as they challenge their responsibility of the fire in Maui that killed we don't know how many people. That story died out in a, in a minute, didn't it? In the meantime, in the EU, Greece specifically, the largest fire on record since 2000, is raging. Did you hear anything about how it started? Meanwhile, authorities in Greece have arrested 79 people on charges related to arson as the death toll rises to 21. The ongoing 79 people? 79 arsonists? And this isn't in the news every minute of every day? We are under assault from eco-terrorists of the eco-Nazi movement. Fires are now officially the largest recorded in the European Union. More than 73,000 hectares have been burned. A further 61 people have been arrested on other wildfire-related charges. As authorities warn, several areas remain at very high risk for fires. These idiots that want to neuter true progress, these idiots that want to depopulize, decapitalize the world, are staging coups and terrorist acts around the world. The good news is, in Nevada, there's still some of those old cowboy descendants left. In fact, I want you to hear a sheriff confronting an eco-terrorist group that wanted to block off the main road in Nevada. Now, Squirrel, I want you to listen for the thud that runs over their little display, and then he arrests one of their screaming Mimi terrorists. There's the thud. My arm, my leg, my back. You're just protesting. No, you're doing more than protesting. You're the wing of terrorists that are destroying not just the energy sector, but you're trying to destroy the quality of life around the world for your fraud. Because you're all in on the freaking scams. Yeah, you are. And I know you are. Electric vehicles. You guys have no idea how much demand is going to be there. Where is that electricity going to come from? Uh, it come from uh, a diverse grid. It's 110 degrees in my hometown today. The wind is not blowing. The sun is shining. And after four hours of darkness, there will be no batteries on this planet that can produce a reliable source of baseload dispatchable power. We have no plan for this. Don't worry. He's just the head of the EPA, like all of the other Biden administration terrorists to Americanism. He has no fracking idea what he's doing. The good news is people are going to push back. Believe me, they are. Michael and us outside, a little disagreement. How are you, kid? Sean, uh, yes. thanks for taking my call. As always, a joy and a pleasure. 
Thank you for Sean, I, I've been one of your biggest admirers for years. So I say this with much I love you, too. Uh-huh. Uh, there, there won't be a revolt. You know why? Because people don't care. They're fis- fiscally ignorant, and they're served by a media that is also fiscally ignorant and biased. Sean, the same box of uh, cereal at my neighborhood grocery store has uh, gone from three forty-nine to almost $7.00. You think that the revolt should have happened by now. You think that because of illegal immigration, the revolt would have happened by now. It hasn't. Many people out there who vote are ignorant and selfish and simply don't care. But Uh, don't judge. It's hard because what I bring to the table is this. You're unfortunately what I used to be, surrounded by the pretend virtuous, greedy socialist called the Chicago Democrat. Outside of that area, and even the people who were formerly considered themselves Democrats, as I moved three years ago now to the state of Florida, and I'm just giving you the state, and oftentimes I'll drive because I love to drive, and I'll stop in Alabama. I take the long way. I hit Destin, and I take the 10 hours around. I love it, and I like to talk to people, believe it or not. And I talk to people in, in, in particular. Alabama is fascinating. Poor areas, wonderful people, sick and tired and disgusted with the obvious corruption in the Democrat mafia. Chicago's a terrible environment because the people want in on the scam. They all know it. Everybody knows what the Democrat mafia is. Instead of repulse, they want in. Why not? The pensions make you retire like you're millions, like you have millions of dollars, right? You get to kiss a little ass. You pretend to be an asset the whole time being part of the roach system that destroys the nation. So there's that phony virtue because you're idolized, like half-assed gangsters are. And that's not the world view. That's specifically not the nation view. I'm telling you, Michael, you come down and you visit me. You're more than welcome. You come down and visit me. I'll put you up for a little while, and I'll bring you around. And you'll talk to people who lived all from Democrat areas, all my neighbors. You can't say Joe Biden's name without having them throw up in their mouth a little bit, let alone the Democrats that ruined their specific areas from New York to New Jersey to California. You'd be amazed. I can't find somebody admitting to be a Democrat that's a resident here. They all come and, and, and leech like they do off of their relatives. But very few, we don't have, I don't have Democrats. I have yet to bump into a proud Democrat. Never. And I've been here three years. So I'm telling you, the rest of the nation is repulsed by unfortunately what your neighbors hope to get in on. That's the problem with the Chicago Democrat. They wallow in it. Thank you, my friend. I appreciate the call very much. Here's one of these guys. Cream Puff Jim. He'll take any abuse for a beef sandwich. How you doing, Chubby? <laughs> anyway, anyway, thinking about the Supreme Court. Now they got oh, about 270, 270 grand a piece. All right, wait, 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 wait. Let me just figure something. Because I want, I want to paint the wait picture. Minute, wait a minute. All right. I want to paint the picture. You in your tight jockey shorts sitting there with some stains on what used to be a T-shirt, and you're eating and thinking about the Supreme Court. All right. Shoot. Anyway, I'm just saying, 270 grand a year, uh-huh. uh, speaking engagements, book, book deals. Why do they got to move off these billionaires for these trips? I don't get now, it. Now, does that, does that bother you? And listen, I get that. That, that, that repulses well, I mean, me. That's weird. But what about that's that weird. girl that that's used to be weird. in your yoga that's, class? That's weird. What, that, that, what about the girl that used to be in your yoga class, that CPS heifer, that I, whale, I, 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 who I, I, smuggled I, I, the gun I, I, into the I, I, socks I, I, part in her role of fat? 
And she, as a CPS teacher, what's the average now? 119000 if I don't factor in their insurance and pension costs. So which one is more repulsive there, Chubby? Well, what, but what kind of a gun did she have on? It must have been a twenty two or something like that. I have yet to see a picture of her. What if she was Karen Lewis? She could have smuggled in an Uzi. She could have hit it in her, in her blubber roll, either on the well, side me, of her head or on her love handle. Well, that's probably the next thing. They'll be shooting in the, in the stadium. Just do me now. a favor. I'll bet you a cigar of your choice that she's got you by 10 pounds. You want to bet? Which one's that? The, uh, when we the get the picture. They, they, don't have a suspect. they actually have a suspect. They won't anyway, show the picture because the CPS well, but, has but the, the club. Point, but, but when they show this heifer, she's 10 pounds more than you. Bet, 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 bet. All right, you're covered. See what I did there, Squirrel? Kevin in Austin, Texas. I love how you have the balance of humor and then serious topics. It's awesome. <laughs> oh, thank um, you. Oh, it's incredible. And I'm, I'm part of the serious talk is you always talk about we have to reject the Democrats. Absolutely. I'm actually in the car going to my precinct, my executive committee meeting for Williamson County, which is what, like, DuPage County was years ago. Because the Democrats are pumping in money because they want to flip Texas. And I really believe that your listeners, because you don't allow Democrats, except for Creep Up Jim, if your listeners got involved in the precinct level, they could start to at least push. Kevin, I have to tell you, our listeners, our listeners are are really, and thank, thankfully to Honey Bunny and her great job and the Squirrel, they're they're bigger and they're all over. The, 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 we're in how many countries, Honey Bunny? Thirty-seven, yeah. thirty-seven gotta, countries gotta, in every state. So my listeners are people who are assets to the to the to this world. My people are people who understand the difference, and they reject the phony virtue of government supremacy writ large. Okay, And, and where I... you have hope, brother, I think you, Texas, you can definitely save people. But when you get these idiots that vote for Sean Kasten, scumbag, that vote for yeah. J.B. Pritzker, scumbag, yeah, wins. Better... He won by 14 points in the last election. Flush it, baby. Dress like the tidy bow man. It isn't even worth I got a guy that wanted to come on and talk about he confronted Sean Caston with the agenda of, uh, uh, of this normalizing men dressing as women. Why? The people of DuPage County voted for him overwhelmingly. Forget about it. Now the answer is simple. Get away. But I love that you're fighting in Austin, Texas. You can save states that haven't normalized gangsterism. But yeah, in, I think in, your in, listeners can fight in Illinois, too. I love that. Okay, well, I would good. I have those people take over the Republican Party in Illinois. Yeah. I'm not talking sure. about the exact Well, brother, I was there last week on 190 degrees, saw a 95-year-old man standing there with a mask on, proud as a peacock to be a slave, subscribing to fraud. We call them Democrats. 312-642-5600. He's Sean Thompson. Hello, Mr. Thompson. And this is the Sean Thompson Show on AM 560, The Answer. AM 560, The Answer. Two quick points. The idea that it's being reported that Brandon Johnson arbitrarily levies different taxes on different real estate because of value is outrageous that it's not being challenged. But the slaves of the Democrat mafia will take it. Because the, no, the, the ones in the know, like the fat slob Pritzker, will never sell any asset. He'll leverage it to the hilt. He'll wrap it in an LLC. He'll default and, and circumvent it. They always know how to work the angle. So that's, that's how, how an example of how willful they are to accept what we should reject as a nation built on property rights. But the mindset of a slave is like the mindset of a Cuban communist. They wallow in it. And that's what we need to recognize. 
And I think that'll make your, your existence a lot happier. And know that you can at least set up your children, if you can't do it, to not be a party of it. Uh, Frank in Arlington Heights. Hey, good morning. Yeah, one of your earlier, earlier callers was talking about, you know, how there's not going to be a revolt and so forth. There's, you know, because, you know, people just, or whatever, they're fiscally, you know, un- ignorant and so forth. Um, you know, we have elections, and they're supposed to be fair. They're supposed to be, um, you know, managed and administered. So are taxes. And so, yeah, yeah, that too. And what I'm wondering is, in, in what universe is having a system whereby a private, you know, PAC, um, you know, or whoever can go and basically give mo- give money to yeah. an election authority and basically give them software or whatever that they were. It's you know, legalized know, bribery. But, but yes, I, I mean, wh- how is that even? What were these election authorities even thinking? That shit is so far. That stuff is so far out of the box that you like. How could you do that? I mean, you, you are completely creating a situation whereby people, even if it was all legit. We'll think that it's not Frank, legitimate. Do me a favor and tell that to your kids because they're the ones that need to change it. Because this this current climate of step and fetch Republicans, try to normalize it and compete with it. And that's how you know you better save yourself and more importantly, oh. understand how to change things through going to the right areas. Thank you very much. That that he's exactly right. And you know what's funny? Go back for forty years and listen to Ron Paul argue against republicans and you tell me with the 40 years of history you have to view who was right and who was wrong uh rob and wheaton hello sean how you doing good rob how are you all right you know usually i'm barbecuing tonight i knocked off early because my 12 year old boy wanted me to make burgers and wings for him and his two friends so so there lucky i am kid, usually baby. Lucky i'd be kid. listening to rock music i'd be listening to rock music on my patio but you're on fire tonight so I've got wow. you in my earbud instead because you're that great, and I'm so proud of what you're doing. Thank you. I, I just, the world. And, and somebody come from Arlington Heights. I, I, I wish that uh, Frank had been my teacher back then. Man, I had a decent education, but he's a great. But you mentioned Pritzker a few minutes ago, and this is just a rumor. I don't know if there's any truth to it, but I heard he's about to issue an executive order, Sean, that will ban doctors. Dermatologists, Why? in particular, from charging patients by surface area. Oh, but I'm bumped. Thank you, Rob, for listening. And don't be too hard on him. He inspired the Tonka toilet seat, which I have yet to develop. We'll be back in 21 hours.